goodie. Oh, we got a goodie. We got Captain America Civil War, the third Captain America movie. This is a big jam-packed one, and the very easy easy synopsis for this one, political involvement in the Avengers affairs causes a rift between Captain America and Iron Man. So, it's a Captain America movie, but we got a bunch of people in here. It's not just Cap, and it's not just Iron Man. We have Black Widow's here. Uh, Winter Soldier is back. Falcon and War Machine are here. We get some little bit of Hawkeye, a little bit of Black Panther introduction. The um, Witch, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is coming along, Vision. as is Vision. Yep, we get a couple other people pop. Spider-Man introduction. Um... Who else? Ant-Man is going to show up. Uh, weird cameos from people from a couple older movies, uh, which we'll talk about briefly. Uh, what do you think of Captain America Civil War? A lot of go- lots I mean, going on in this one. This really is jam-packed, so much so that I'm surprised they didn't call this an Avengers movie. Um, uh, that brings me to Mama K's question of the week. Should this have been called Avengers Civil War? Oh, well, that was fast. <laughs> right off the um, bat. <laughs> Very this simple. Is, this is more Avengers than the first Avengers to me. Because <laughs> um, there's even more. There's twice as many now. Well, not even not even necessarily. I mean, I really like the internal conflict. I mean, it's about time that we get some some goings on with these people. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's over. It's it, there's no way that all these people could just be in ha- harmony with each other the whole time that they're fighting. So, the idea of what's going on of why this civil war is happening is, you know, quite interesting because this is where I have been bringing up my problem with Avengers. And yes, we finally addressed that. (laughs) Yes. They cause just astronomical amount of destruction in the world. And I'm like, what the fuck is I'm watching these. I'm like, this is crazy. And, um, finally, somebody says something and says, we need to stop doing this. We need to create the Accords, is it? Yes, the Sokovia Accords, named after, of course, uh, in the Ultron. The, that's the city that right. was destroyed. Yeah. And I'm finally like, oh my god, someone has some common sense. So, you know, it's interesting to see which which character they decided to agree with it and which character they decided not to agree with it and why. So this is a really good plot, really good setup. Yeah, uh, so we're kind of in like the media, some of the meteor middle movies. Um, and going in, this is my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I absolutely love Civil War. Um, it's got everything I want. It addresses the the yeah the uh, the the well the fallout of uh, all the destruction they cause and the actual implications because they've been going unchecked for movies after movies. Uh, and we mm-hmm. get that from U.S. Secretary Thaddeus Ross. That's right, a Hulk a Hulk character has returned. Uh, <laughs> that's I think he might be the only one, but he's back. And we also get that brief cameo at the beginning from Brock Rumlow, Crossbones from uh, from Winter Soldier. So we I like oh, yeah. I like we're sprinkling in some older characters. This is an introduction to two very important in the future future characters in Black Panther and Spider-Man, both very important in the future. Um, and I love, I've said it before, internal conflict of the team. We got a little bit of the seeds planted in Age of Ultron, but this is where we finally come to a head. And, you know, the, the airport fight scene is one of the best things in the whole thing. Like, there's some epic fight scenes that come up later and that have already happened, but I just love the internal fight of of the team even if they're pulling punches and they're not gonna actually kill each other you know and then when we you know we get you think war machines 
I thought War Machine died the first time I saw this when they when Vision accidentally zaps him in the sky later on in that fight. Well, like, we already know from previous movies that any Avenger affiliate can be healed within forty eight hours of almost <laughs> death, as we saw from Nick Fury. So, I mean, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> I don't know. We lost Quicksilver in the last one. I feel like we've lost we lost uh, Agent Coulson couple back. I know he's not an Avenger, but we, we we're not immune to losing people, especially the less important characters. I would never argue Iron or uh, War Machine's the most important of the of the squad. But um, and then I like that our villain is not some crazy like cat. Like he's he's a guy, just a kind of a guy. Helmet Zemo is is the villain behind the scenes, and he's the one who's basically pitting the Avengers against each other. We think there's this whole plot of him awakening the other super soldiers, uh, five other super soldiers. That leads me into a quick question for you. Do you feel like? I know how you feel about Bucky, and mm-hmm. does is Helmet the only villain that you see in this movie, or do you feel like Bucky is also a villain in this? Uh, Bucky's kind of... I, I can't call Bucky villain because Bucky the man, like Bucky the man from 1940, is not a bad guy. But he's not like even like we we're at the point now where we saw him in this movie. He's not fully brainwashed. You can kind of remember some things, but not a bunch of things. I don't call no, I don't call him a villain. But we're, when we get to the end, and we you know the big reveal at the end is that Zemo doesn't want to use the super soldiers to kill the Avengers. Uh, he's like, you know, you can't, you, I'm not powerful enough to defeat the Avengers from the outside, but if you could tear it apart from the inside, and that's what he really does when he shows Iron Man the, the tape that we got set up in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, where, where Winter Soldier is responsible for his parents' death, his mom and dad. And, you know, obviously he was under control of Hydra at that point, but I, if I put myself in the shoes of, of the characters there, and I'm like, if I'm Iron Man, yeah, I'm beat, I'm, I've already, I've already not been on good terms with Cap this whole movie. I'm, I, or Bucky ever. So well, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to act pretty emotionally and I'm totally with Iron Man in this final fight. Fucking get rid of Bucky. I'm screaming at this whole movie. Cap is just making horrible decisions this whole movie to he save really Bucky. Is. He's like, at what point? And even when, uh, I understand like he's your buddy, but like he's just caused so many problems. I don't care if it's not his fault. You like, no, we need to, uh, I don't like Bucky. I, I never liked Bucky. I wonder if it's ever going to come to light if I've missed it so far, you know, then excuse me. But if it's ever going to come to light, why Captain America is so fixated on saving Bucky and not realizing that, you know, the people that he needs are the other Avengers. And I know it's because he feels bad for what happened and, you know, couldn't make amends in the 40s. But there, he, there has to come a time where you see, like, I don't agree with you fully about this. I still feel really bad for Bucky because, like, mm-hmm. when he's under Hydra's rule, he can't do anything besides harm. So I do feel bad for him in that sense. But when do you take a step back as Captain America and be like, this guy is fucking up everything. <laughs> and Hydra won't go away until they can get rid of someone like Bucky who's making continuing to keep them in the loop. And he's just loyal to a fault to his like 1940s squad because when we so we see the final he's already doesn't want to sign the accords but when you know we get the beginning of the movie Peggy die old Peggy dies and it, it, the like the closing speech from her uh, her what's it her her niece that were introduced introduced to mm-hmm. Sharon Carter um, it's all about like uh, you gotta do what you think is right even when you're telling like basically telling him not to sign the accords and so he's like well right. I guess I'm not gonna like he's just so loyal to to Sharon and Bucky and any anyone from that gives him those glimpses of the old days and the old America 
he it's his, it's my most thing I don't like about him is that he will he won't he's so uncompromising in saving his old past that he won't help his new future his of his squad. Meanwhile, he's had so much as- assistance in fighting, you know, with Falcon and you know these yeah. people have been so loyal to him when he was in danger, and now Iron Man's in danger of from Bucky and he won't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the probably the most frustrating thing is. When, when at the end, when I, when uh Captain America's like, it's the, it's like the final, final part of the fight. He's like, uh, you can't kill him. He's, he's my friend. And then Iron Man says, so was I like, he won't, he, oh, yeah. he won't, he won't put Bucky is not, he will, he let the Avengers tear each other apart. Yes, because he didn't agree in principle with what the Accords were saying, which was basically that they had to go through a bunch of government red tape if they ever wanted to help again. But I mean, that's that's a reason not to. But his real reason is to save Bucky. That's his real whatever side saved right. Bucky. That's what he would have picked. So that's just it's just a part of Cap's character. It makes sense for who he is. I just don't like it. I don't like it. And um, we'll see. We'll yeah. see how much of that plays in the future. Other things to note in this one, because there's a lot of character development for some of our side characters that become major characters. What are you feeling right now when you are watching this and you see both Spider-Man and Black Panther being introduced? Do you think it's too much? Do you think it was the right choice? And like, how do you feel about them? Uh, I'm surprised they did. Black Panther makes sense to me in this one because Black Panther has a direct tie to the plot because his father, the King of Wakanda, who is in opposition to what the Avengers are doing, he's kind of on the, he's on the Iron Man side and that's why Black Panther eventually joins the Iron Man side. Um, But his, his, his introduction makes sense to me because his father dies and mm-hmm. he wants he also wants the revenge on Bucky, which has a nice tie in at the end when he learns to let go because revenge has been driving mm-hmm. uh, Helmet. It's been driving Iron Man. And, and uh, so his character has an arc in this movie. And I think it's a good introduction. Spider-Man is a little more head scratching as to why they included him, I guess, just to even the sides because Thor and Hulk aren't available. Like, I, <laughs> I think that's really just mm-hmm. what it kind of boils down to. But it doesn't bother me because I, I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I like his movies in the the future so i don't think it's i think two is fine and black panthers makes sense and tom holland spider-man is um mm-hmm. not distracting I, I i think it's fine there do you, did you have any issue with any of it i agree a little rushed feeling for me for spider-man i mean we really quickly yeah. get some sort of background in his bedroom of what his deal is and then he's just called to fight with all these extremely experienced fighters and you know to me that's a little bit out there but i guess i can see what their angle was i think i I agree with you it's the only character you can do that with it's like when we did hulk we we are introduced to hulk like his backstories in the credits in the opening credits of hulk and then Mm -hmm. the whole movie is like a side story of hulk kind of do the same thing here we everyone knows spider-man so we it's not like we introduced some random it's not like we introduced like vision out of nowhere like who's this guy floating around living in a house by himself with his aunt like that doesn't but we we know spider everyone knows spider-man everyone knows aunt may everyone knows his general story so he's the easiest one to just kind of be like yeah here he is and then the next movie we are already introduced to him so um I think it. I think it can only work with someone as known as Spider Man. Uh, so those, yeah, we get character development with them. Uh, you know, the at the end, everyone who helped Team Rogers is imprisoned uh, at that underwater base, and then mm-hmm. you know the the last thing we see is him, Captain America, free everybody out of there. So um, that's a. Uh, that's a kind of a now a bunch of our team is on the run. This team's a little split up. I mean, it, we kind of see Iron Man and and Captain America make up over like text basically over that letter, uh, the package that he gets in the mail. But um, 
that's that's really all we get. We're we're left on a pretty broken up team, and uh, you know we then we get a mid credit scene where um, we are introduced introduced to kind of Wakanda. Uh, Bucky is getting worked on by a couple of the doctors in Wakanda, and he's going to go back into uh, cryo sleep while they try to find a cure for the brainwashing. So I guess at least they're addressing Bucky's fucking issues finally. But I, right. I mean, we'll we'll get to him more in the future. Um, did you have any other? thoughts on civil war no i mean uh, i i think this is one of the best ones also um i love all the action and i love the we finally get some answers that i had questions for you know with how are they going to start treating this like an issue as it has been Mm -hmm. and to see this internal conflict and to see people pick sides really shows some character traits that we didn't know about yet so it was it was very interesting very good probably one of the top ones for me so far too i think this and ultron for me are kind of head and shoulders above the rest we've seen so far i still love all those iron man movies uh winter soldier's still good ant-man's good and then the rest are but you know it's it's i like these team up ones and i really like uh, i really like this one i think this one's still on uh, on top of the world for me so we'll see if that holds up for the rest of the mcu uh coming up tomorrow we are going back to a new character we're going to dr strange so a whole new world we're just always opening up new worlds so we'll see how that one goes Uh, until then nicole thank you for being on bye till next time this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies